Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We are joined live this morning by both Mayor Adams and City Sanitation Commissioner Jessica Titch. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you. Great to be on with the commissioner as we do our morning trash talk. You know? mm, yeah, so you both have big news about garbage collection in the city, specifically aimed at the effort to rid the city of rats, right? Yes, today we are requiring all businesses in New York City put their trash in containers with lids rather than in trash bags directly on the sidewalks. Okay, this, 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 is, a- one of the, this is one of the number one concerns we hear of, from New Yorkers about the presence of rodents and unsightly trash conditions. And it was our plan not to do a five-year rollout like many people projected uh, two years and two months into this administration. Commissioner Tish has been able to do it in cycles. And today, um, all of our businesses will now be required to place their garbage in uh, containers and bins with covers. Okay. And so will this be extended at some point beyond businesses to like residential homes, to residential buildings? Yes, absolutely. So commercial trash, business trash represents about half of the 44 million pounds of trash we have in New York City. As of today, that all has to be containerized. But we have a plan in place to containerize all residential trash as well. This fall, one to nine unit buildings in New York City will be required to put their trash in wheelie bins, much like businesses are doing now. And then we also have plans that we've recently announced for containerizing the higher density um, trash from the 10, 10 unit buildings and up. Okay, and is there a grace period for the businesses at this point, and what's the punishment for not doing it? As we've rolled this out in phases, we do a one-month warning period with each phase. So for the entire month of March, we will be giving out warnings. But come April, we will start issuing summons for failure to comply with the very basic rules we have around using containers for trash. And those start at $50 and they go up to $200. So in general, Mayor, how's the rat war going? Uh, uh, we're doing well. You're seeing a uh, citywide with the combination of what uh, Commissioner Tish is doing and our rats are. You're seeing in rat uh, mitigation areas, we're seeing a substantial decrease in rat complaints, and we're seeing it uh, citywide as well. But this is going to really bolster our fight against rodents and the unsightliness of trash uh, bags throughout our city. We're excited about these next steps and phases. Mayor, we also want to ask you about some other things going on in the news. Um, first of all, the FBI raided two homes belonging to one of your advisors, Winnie Greco, who's also a former fundraiser of yours. She is your third aide or former fundraiser to be the subject of a federal probe. So what do you say to those who might try to connect the dots back to you? 
Well, uh, she was not a fundraiser. She was a volunteer. We had over 15 to 16,000 uh, donors to our campaign. And uh, we believe that the inquiry is going to take its course. Uh, it's imperative for me to stay focused, as all the mayors have told me previously that I communicated with. Things come up during the camp, during the time you're in the office. Stay focused. Deal with trash, public safety, and improving the city. And that's what I got to do. The inquiry would, would run its course and it's take, it would take its course. Well, she's the third, though. though. Do you think that um, it's fair to say that maybe you should have done a better job of vetting people? Oh, no, we did a great job of vetting. Um, I had a compliance attorney that looked over every contribution uh, that took place. Uh, like, I, like I indicated, we had over 15,000 donors to our campaign. And we're going to continue to allow the uh, inquiry to take its course. And my job is to uh, cooperate. And that's what we're going to continue, continue to do. I spent my entire year life in law enforcement and, and, and public safety. And I'm going to continue to go by one rule, follow the law. That's what I do. I do. <clears throat> All right. Some higher ups in the NYPD have been taking heat for a tweet that identified the wrong judge in the case of a repeat offender who was released without bail. Your office initially defended the tweet before it was flagged as incorrect. Um, should these guys be posting these kind of tweets at all? I mean, doesn't that put judges in danger? Yeah, we looked at that and we we don't believe in uh, my communication with the commissioner. Uh, the goal is not to call out a judge for doing his job. Uh, and I know sometimes the human parts of policing, being out every day, seeing repeated violent offenders come back into our street to continue violence. It plays on the psyche and it plays on the humanistic aspect of public safety. These guys are on the front line. They've done an amazing job of bringing down crime, shootings, homicides, and some of the major other major crimes. It gets to you when you see those repeated offenders over and over again being released back out into the street. And you feel some sometimes that the other arms of the criminal justice system is not hearing that everyday New Yorkers are the victims of these crimes. And so could they have done it better? You know, one can say yay or nay, but I know they're dedicated to keeping the city safe like I'm dedicated to doing it. Let's talk about the city's sanctuary city laws. You want to change those to more easily deport migrants who break the law. Now, just yesterday we had on the news, the city council speaker has made it clear that she is not on board with that. So where are you guys at? Is there any wiggle room for a compromise? Well, first of all, I want to be clear that the goal is not to deport someone who breaks the law. You just take an apple off an apple stand. That's breaking the law. No one is calling for them to be deported. I'm talking about violent, repeated offenders. Our job is to apprehend them. The prosecutor's job is to prosecute. And I believe the federal government's job is to deport them after they serve their time here. Because if you don't have them serve their time, they go back out and do the crimes again. It doesn't matter if you're a migrant or asylum seeker or you're long-term New Yorkers. You should not victimize violently New Yorkers in the city. And I stand by that. And we're going to look at what authority we have to do anything to look at those dangerous individuals who are really harming also migrants and asylum seekers. The overwhelming number of migrants and asylum seekers that are here are trying to take their next step on the journey in America. But there's a small number that are violent. And I don't believe they should have the right to stay in our city after they serve their time. So you're looking looking at what you can do via executive action without the city council? The Our team is looking at what powers I have 
uh, to make sure I get violent people off the streets. That's migrant asylum seekers, and that is everyday long-term standing New Yorkers. I'm continuing to exercise whatever authority I have to protect the people of this city. Okay, what about these black market rentals to migrants in the Bronx and Queens? This was apparently the same furniture store owner with both locations, but do you suspect this is a larger problem? Uh, No, no, I don't. Uh, Even prior to the migrants and asylum seeker crisis, uh, people were renting out spaces um, in an illegal fashion. That has always happened in this city, as long as I can remember, even as a child. Uh, But the reality is that we've created a desperate environment because of the failure of the national government. 177,000 people have entered this city without any real financial support or the ability to work. This has created uh, this crisis that we're facing and people exploit desperate situations. This furniture store operator made over $300,000 a year uh, from this uh, exploitation. And it really points to the larger picture. We have a 1% vacancy rate in the city of New York. That's unimaginable. We have to have actions from Albany. We have to have action from the city council. We have to build more in the city because we're creating this crisis And I think we could do a better job to prevent it. One final question. Last time we had you on, you said you still wanted to tweak the law that requires cops to log level one police stops. That takes effect in June, if I'm correct. Um, The city council overrode your veto, so it's going to happen. But is there any movement on getting it amended? Uh, our, Our team has been in conversations to see what we can do. But again, Uh, When laws are passed, my job is to make sure that we comply with the law. If we believe it's a just law, uh, we we don't believe a law is a just law, then we take necessary actions in court. Right now, that law was passed, and we're going to carry that out. And if any communications can assist to tweaking that law, we're going to be constantly engaged to attempt to do so. All right, Mayor Adams and City Sanitation Commissioner Jessica Tisch, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Take care. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.